Hey y'all, it's Cheyenne. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sickly Sweet Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, hi, I'm your host Cheyenne. If this is your second, third, fourth, or fifth time joining me, thank you so much for tuning in again and again. How are you guys doing with all this that's going on? How are you guys staying busy? You enjoying the weather? You enjoying going for your summer activities? Unfortunately, there's been a spike in COVID-19 cases, so hopefully we don't end up back on quarantine again. Today's case that we're going to talk about is the case of Allison Watterson. It's a case that happened around December of 2019. Some of you may have heard of the case, some of you may have not have. So, Allison Watterson is a girl who disappeared on December 22nd, a couple days before Christmas in 2019. She was last seen with her boyfriend, Ben. And... The two had been roaming around a wooded area. Now, some reports said they were hiking, and some reports said that they were in a car accident, and so they were looking for a phone to use and somebody to help them. An unnamed homeowner had said that Ben and Allison had showed up at their home and asked to use the phone because they had been in a car accident, that they then left. It was unsure if they had to use the phone or not, so I can't answer that question. They said that a couple hours later, they had seen Ben alone trying to sleep in their truck. And when they confronted him, it was that his friends had left him there and that he was seeking shelter from the rain. So the person had drove him home. When he got home, he told his father that he had got separated from his girlfriend, Allison, and waited 30 hours before he reported her missing. Now, the case has been kind of ongoing ever since, and they've been looking for her. As of four days ago, on this episode's posting, there was a body that was found in a thick area of brush where some people in the area had said they had seen Allison last. The brush is so thick that authorities have had to actually cut the brush back to be able to get back there. But there are human remains that have been found, and they are suspected to be hers. It has yet to be fully confirmed because there's no, been no autopsy, no medical examiner that's examined the body or anything of that. So I will post an update to the case if there is one. But now my thoughts on this case is the two of them were out there in the woods alone together and she disappears and he waits 30 hours before he calls the police. I mean, that's a day and six hours. So I don't know. I'm just getting some Chris Watts vibes from this. Not to mention that he is in jail currently serving a three-year prison sentence that is on a charge unrelated to Allison's disappearance. However, until they perform an autopsy, confirm it's her, and find out how she died, I don't think that they're going to be able to convict him for her murder. And I don't think that if he did actually kill her that he's going to, oh, I did it. Nobody has ever done that. And I don't think any killer is ever going to do that. So that's pretty much the case. And there's not a lot of information on it because it's not one of those cases that has seemed to get a lot of media attention. I know that her mother has posted emotional pleas to Facebook talking about her daughter's death and talking about how, you know, her daughter is now in the arms of God. And 
I think it's terrible. It's horrible. It's very sad. And I mean, to think that she died out there either at the hands of somebody she trusted or by a freak accident. But the thing that makes me suspicious is because why wait 30 hours before you call the police? I mean, if she just got missing, if she just went separated from you, wouldn't you be trying to find her? Wouldn't you be trying to call somebody? Not to mention they were supposed to be out there because they had a car accident. And then he's going to tell the same homeowner that he was seen with her. Oh, well, my friends left me. So where are these friends? I don't know. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on the case. I mean, do you think he did it? Do you think it was a freak accident? As of yet, there has been no updates to the Susan Morphew case. For those of you that are following, I'm trying to keep an eye on the case so that I can post an update. But as of right now, there is no updates. I'm sorry, unfortunately, but they have yet to find her if she's alive or if she's dead. And they have yet to have anything that, you know, like leads them to believe. So... Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me. Thank you for over 1,000 listens. Thank you to every subscriber, every follower, every anything. Thank you for talking about the podcast, sharing the podcast. You can find Sickly Sweet Podcasts on Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, as well as Overcast. I'm on most podcasts and platforms. You can also find Sickly Sweet Podcasts on Instagram by searching Sickly Sweet Podcasts, or you can find me on Twitter. Though, of course, I'm not that most, I'm not really active on Twitter that much, but to follow the Twitter account, it's C-U-P-P-I-N-G-C-K-A-E-S. It's Cup and Cakes. I know it's a strange username, but so <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. If you like the show, please rate, review, tell a friend, share, tell another true crime lover. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me. And until next time, be safe and take care of y'all.